0: Welcome to In Bed with Neil Moody. I'm Neil Moody, editorial hairstylist, Instagrammer, YouTuber, etc. etc. And throughout my 25 year career in the fashion and beauty industry so far, I've been lucky enough to have met and worked with some amazing and talented people. My In Bed with Neil Moody podcast series focuses around the professional and personal life stories of some of those individuals who also think outside the box. I hope to give you an insight into their world what they're up to and where they're going next my guest today is 90s supermodel turned nutritionist and naturopath rosemary ferguson rosemary was scouted as a model at the age of 15 and went on to become one of the faces of fashion in the 90s and the noughties who i've also had the pleasure of working with on numerous occasions over the years now a mother of three children and still modeling for special projects Rosemary has become one of the UK's leading nutritionists and naturopaths with a clinic in Harley Street London, writing regular columns for Vogue and Beauty Papers magazine and more recently is the co-founder of the most delicious, healthy burger venture called Filth Burger. Rose came to visit me in London so we could have a much overdue catch up and find out what she's been up to and find out exactly where we can get our hands on one of those Filth Burgers. Hi Rose. Hi (laughs) Nelly. (laughs) Nice to see you.
1: And you, very nice to see you.
0: <laughs> I wanted to give a bit of a general synopsis for everybody that's listening, just a little bit about you.
1: Okay. Who
0: you are and how I know you. <laughs> Tell us your name and where you come from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and as, as we just said off, um, Mike, I thought you were born in Farnham, but actually you weren't. You've got much more of a bigger story than that. <laughs> you?
1: Yeah, well, I moved to Farnham when I was 13. Um, but before that, I was born actually in Southsea, well, randomly. Um, Because my dad was in the Navy, so that's why I think my Uh mum was in Portsmouth at the time. But then we moved back to Scotland, my dad's Scottish, so we moved there till I was seven. Yeah. And west coast of Scotland, and then from there I moved to Rio in Brazil for two years. Yeah. Do
0: you remember much of Rio?
1: I remember bits of it, yeah. I mean, I do remember, I remember quite a lot of it, but um, it was obviously a long time ago now. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, and it was only for a couple of years, so... It was quite a while ago, but yeah, I do remember. I remember a lot of it actually. I suppose it yeah, kind of—I was old enough to remember.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then when we moved back, then we sort of moved around South England, and I ended up in fun with my mum in the when I was thirteen.
0: Mm, right.
1: With my mum and my stepdad.
0: And uh, this is a mad story, and every I know everybody loves this because you were uh, <laughs> you were discovered as a model in McDonald's, weren't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and. and Karen thought I was a boy. Did I think. she? I think so. I think she said that she thought I was a boy. But yeah, I was in McDonald's, which of course everybody loves Which McDonald's? Oxford Street. <laughs> <laughs> I really remember the one up by Tottenham Court Road, yeah, upstairs yeah. on the upstairs, because it's quite small, that one, or it was then. Mm. Um Yeah, I know. And were you eating I was, fries? I was, I think I was probably ordering a hamburger, It's probably all <laughs> I could afford. And then we were there, and I was Christmas shopping, because I didn't live in London then. Mm. So I was obviously, I was 15 and I was Christmas shopping, I think, probably.
0: And what did. happened? Corinne just came up to you and said... Yeah,
1: Corinne came up to me and said, and she said, and I think, because it would have been, I mean, it's so funny, isn't it? It's before mobile phones. Yeah. So either she gave me her number or I gave her mine. or maybe, And then I went, I didn't ever see, and what was funny was then I went to see Carol White at premiere because I think Corinne was there as a model.
0: Yeah, she was, yeah.
1: And um, so then I went to see, I went to see Carol and got taken on by her. And then I didn't see... I did a few jobs with Carol, but I didn't love it. So I didn't... Yeah. Not because of Carol, because I went back to Carol when I was older, but I didn't enjoy the modelling bit, so I didn't really do it. And so I left it for a few years.
0: But did you do much with Corinne at that point? So
1: I didn't do anything with Corinne. That's Um, what was weird about it. It was because then when I went back a couple of years later, Corinne had moved back from Milan, and I did my very first test with Corinne. Right. And then... And that was it. And actually, the timing was amazing for me, because by then, the grunge thing was going, and Corinne was hitting her stride <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. and um, so yeah so it was really good actually
0: so would you say how old were you when you really started saying right I'm going to focus on modelling
1: well I was still at school at the 70s in 1992 yeah, so yeah. I was 17 right and that's when I did the face cover mm. and started working Dave Sims and yeah. Ben Luchford. and you
0: became one of the biggest supermodels of the 90s <laughs> <laughs> And I did quite a lot of random <laughs> stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like that. I was actually trying to think, I know we were cause we worked together the other day, didn't we? Which I was the know. first time I hadn't I hadn't seen you for ages, the first time we worked together in a long time. Yeah. And um but um, for the benefit of those that are listening, I actually met Rose when she was modelling. So um, yes. the very early days of my career too. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I was trying to think who else. There was, so there was Kate Moss, Stella Tellett, Cecilia chancellor Chim- oh, yes. Ce- was was yeah. one we didn't talk about the other day. Yeah. And Sarah Murray. Yes. And then Emma, who yes. was like a sort of, we adopted her as British, didn't we, because she yeah. was Australian.
1: She was better, obviously, going out with Davison's at the time. And then we lived together in New York. But she was definitely one of, one of the English girls, I think. Yeah. London girls. Yeah,
0: we took her on board, yeah, didn't we, we did. really? She yeah. was so lovely, though. Yeah. But um, how long did you, would you say, you actually modelled for from that point? Because I read the other day that you said 15 years, but I thought it was longer.
1: Well, so I think from seven, I modelled from then till I suppose I say fifteen years because that's when I had my third child and I sort of consciously was like, Okay, I'm not gonna travel so much. And then I do the a bit, bit now and then, so maybe that's why so it does does it did does drag on a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been a conclusive finale to the crew. No, no. And you know, and every now and then I'll do something and they you know, they get it's, it's really nice now because when a friend's doing something, or not even a friend, they're doing a retrospective about British girls, or they're doing something at the moment, there's lots of grunge 90s stuff around. Yeah. Then, you know, there's a lot of, and people, I think people have always said that I'm referenced on boards, you know, when they're doing boards for whatever. Yeah. Mm. There's always a, No, you are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so reference it, on boards with shoots, some of the shoots that I've done with you, actually, That's <laughs> which is quite funny for me because I'm, yeah. I'm always like, uh, I did that. <laughs> do That again, yeah, I we, can I that to. Again. we can do that again, and then they start trying to tell you what grunge is, which is funny. I know, yeah, and
1: it's so funny because my kids are like, But we wear that and now. I'm like, Well, yeah, we wore it 30 years ago, thank you, or 20 years ago, whatever it is. I'm like, yeah. And they're so shocked, they think they thought of it. I'm like, No,
0: mm. I'm not thought of that. Thank when you, really. you look back now, what do you think about the whole Because you know, um, I went to see the David Sorrenti film, oh, yeah. Were you there? No, you no, didn't go, no, did you? I, I, I
1: couldn't do it. Yeah, I went to
0: see it. that the other day, the other evening, and it was funny because they were talking about the whole heroin chic thing and everything, yes. and it's funny because when I look back at that time, that really got bantered around, didn't it? And obviously, yes. you as a model and all the other girls that were sort of involved in that time kind of got roped into it a little bit, but when I thought about it, I was like, nobody I knew was on heroin.
1: No, I know, it's really funny, and I remember there being a picture in, I think, American Vogue or something like that, and it was heroin, you know, chic, and it... It sort of slightly turned a bit, didn't it? And it yeah. started becoming a really negative thing. I mean, not that heroin sheep is a good thing, but the term suddenly they just, people started taking it really seriously. And are like, yeah. None of us are taking heroin, it, you know. No. And it was just a very weird, um, it was kind of weird because it definitely did turn a bit, sort of split split opinion in the end. People yeah. got a bit.
0: I actually wondered on. the other day whether, after seeing Davies' film, I thought, I wonder if it was more of an American thing than a British thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think probably, I mean, I definitely think that that was more more happening, something that was happening in America than yeah. Britain. I don't ever remember it happening here.
0: No. At all. And like I said, I don't, I don't you know, you, all the other girls that I knew, nobody no. was no. taking heroin or no. anything. I mean, no. you know, <laughs> a glass of wine. A <laughs> glass of wine and a fag. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a lot of fags. Yeah. <laughs> So after, like you say, you so you hit, you reckon, about 15 years and then you had your third child.
1: Yeah, at yeah. 31, I can't even remember,
0: 31. 31.
1: Yeah, nearly 32.
0: Yeah. And so would you say that was when you started to consider maybe not modelling full-time and going into another area career-wise?
1: I think that's when I realised that I, because I'm a worker, I like working, and I yeah. think that that's when I was like, okay... That modelling and having three kids and not being able to travel, which is such a big part of it. Yeah. Um. I I was like, I need to, I need to put my little thinking hat on and just sort of think about what I want to do next. And the dawning that I might actually have to go back to education was <laughs> so,
0: was awful. I yeah. was like,
1: oh my god, I'm actually going to have to go yeah. back and learn. And go, and it was,
0: yeah. Because do you remember that time as well, Rose? When um just before the Twin Towers, you went to New York, didn't you? Yeah, do you remember? It was your flat. It was my apartment. I yeah, know. I'd left New York and moved back. And you said to me, can I rent it off you? And I was like, yeah, and you went. And then literally a week later.
1: No, the day, I went on the 10th of September.
0: Was that, oh my God, was it? T- <laughs>
1: I went on the 10th. I know, because I always think about you, because people are always asking, so the 10th, yes, yeah, so that was 10th of September 2001. Yeah. And I moved, I was going to, you know, Elfie, my first daughter, was... yeah. What? was sure we'll be coming up to then. Mm. And I was like, right, I'm going to go back to New York and
0: conquer New York, and... conquer New York
1: again. Go Ooh. back to you know, because I left New York probably because I was pregnant, pretty much. Yeah. And so, and I got back there, and I mean, it's just oh, my mum was like, only you. So, I, mean, <laughs> I go back to New York, it the take over your apartment.
0: And if I remember rightly, you'd. Couldn't get into the apartment, could you? Because hadn't you gone out in the morning? I'd Gone or something? out.
1: and I come back and I couldn't call my mum back. So on the aunt's phone, I could hear her saying, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I was going. Couldn't get so a you phone didn't like realise
0: that. what was going on. No, it was no. like that. no.
1: And then I and then I went to Louise, our friend Louise's, mm. and we watched from her roof, you know, to see what was going on. And everybody was huddled around radios by this point in the street. You couldn't drive down past past Broom mm. past your apartment, um, and yeah. And then that afternoon, I went and stayed at friends' yeah
0: at house. So I remember for like, I'd say about four or five days trying to get hold of you, no. and everyone else, and there was just no phone lines. No
1: phone, and you couldn't go online either. So, no. so our friend Louise had gone online, and so she stayed online, so I could email her sister to tell my mum that yeah. I was okay. Yeah. But yeah, you couldn't, and you couldn't get out. I think after the first flights, we could get six days later.
0: Mm.
1: And even then, the smoke was still like. Yeah. Going was and, it pretty
0: horrific? That.
1: It was kind of, yeah, it was, it was quite just, surreal, actually. it was so surreal. But you know what was really weird about it is that there was this feeling of community, which I can mm. only imagine is what it's like, you know, sort of like that mentality of like everybody's together, it doesn't matter, we're all going to, everybody's looking out for each other, mm. which is sort of quite like, you know, it restores your faith in human, you, yeah. know, you know, in human nature. But um, it was kind of a very, it was very weird, I have mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. It was a very, and I was with a friend the night before who was meant to be at work, in the Twin Towers. Oh, right. And I took him out all night. <laughs> and he's like, that's the only time I've ever been grateful for any old hangovers. Because <laughs> he didn't make it to work on time. No. I mean, I, you know, I'm sure you'd have hopefully been fine, but...
0: Yeah. I was actually meant to fly out on the 10th for a job. <gasps> and they changed the dates. So they said to me, you'll be going on the 12th or the 13th oh instead. Gosh. And sat oh, I happened to have spoken to my parents, like, a couple of days before. And they were like, oh, what are you up to? And I said, I'm going to New York on the 10th. So, of course, when they saw it on TV, they thought I was there. <gasps> and they were calling me, and my mum was freaking out on the phone, going, ah! and I just was like, What's wrong with you? She was like, Where are you? I'm in Sainsbury's in Victoria. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you not see what's going on. And so, of course, I rushed home and then watched the whole thing. And then, cause my first thing was, was you as well, because I knew you'd gone with Elfie. Yeah. And it was just so bizarre. So but, um,
1: weird. I know, but isn't it weird how those things are? You were meant to go, but you didn't go. My friend was like, you know, there's so Ooh. many stories like that. And like, yeah. I, I always think that's a bit, a bit weird. Apart yeah. From the fact that I was meant to go and I did go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you came back. <laughs> so I came back.
1: So I decided that, I, and actually, you know, everybody I'd spoken to was like, it was just, it was very sad for the city. I just felt so sorry for New York. It was just, yeah. you know, like it was going to be a really bad few months after that. Yeah. So, so I decided not to go to New York at that point. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? I mean, that really changed the decision of what I was going to do. Mm. So you know, just where I was else? I was going to so, say
0: was that, that was the reason why I bought it up. Would you feel that, that was a bit of a pivotal point as well for you?
1: Well, I suppose in the fact in the fact that I stayed in London, I think life would have been very different. Yeah, I mean, mm. if I think I haven't really thought about it, but if I think about it, life would have been very different. I think. Yeah. Well, it would have been because mm. I would have moved there, and I love New York. But well, it sort young. of became a,
0: a, a strange place for a while, didn't it? New York.
1: Yeah. I remember I
0: mean, when I eventually went back, I just was like, wow, this doesn't feel the same no. anymore. And I think I actually some of you were like, "Here's the keys, Neil. I don't want the apartment yeah, anymore." Yeah, like, sorry. And I, no, 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 so don't apologise. I mean, but I remember going back thinking, "I'm just going to shut shop now. Yeah, there's no point." There's
1: anymore.
0: no point. No, but then in 2004, you married Mister Chapman, Mr. Chapman yeah. your lovely husband, who's and I came to your wedding as well. Yeah. Um, and you have two children with Jake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Both
1: girls, right? Yeah. So I have three girls. Mm. We ha- we only do girls. in House. right? Yeah,
0: how does Jake cope with that?
1: I think he needs it. <laughs> I think I am always convinced the reason we have so many girls is because he needs some female energy around it to calm him down. <laughs> right, you know, mm. But he's um, so but it's really, I, th- I think he's kind of a really good dad for the girls to have because he's he's very like uh, it doesn't matter whether you're a girl or a boy, he's a very he's a really smart, he's a thinker mm. and he has a lot of he's very. It's very cute. Excuse us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That is not me or Rose, by the way. That's a lorry outside.
1: <laughs> um, he's very, you know, he's very political. He's very principled. And so I suppose so it's quite interesting watching somebody with that strong an opinion about stuff. With, yeah. the, with my kit, with the girls, because yeah. they are now really, you know, they're really like they think about stuff and they're active about stuff and they have very strong opinions about things Mm. which for a girl in this day and age i think is a really good
0: yeah definitely and what do they think about his artwork with his brother because i mean it's it's quite controversial isn't it their art so it's considered controversial
1: yeah um they well they i think they see the humor in it because there's a lot of humor in it yeah um and then um and then I think that the older they're getting, so now they're 12, 13 and 19, I think. So the 19-year-olds are doing politics, which suits Jake down to the ground. Right. Because um, he love a bit of politics. He loves, oh my God. And, you know, and he really is into it and passionate about it. So they have really good conversations, mm. like amazing because you know, Elfie's
0: modelled a bit now, isn't it? How old's Elfie now? She's 19. 19. Yeah. Wow, that's so mad. Oh, I know. remember you having her. I know. I've got pictures of me holding her as a she, baby. She's
1: aging me, I said. We're going to have to start lying about your age now. Because <laughs> everyone goes, oh, because the minute you say 19, they're like, Okay, well you've got to be of a certain age. <laughs> yeah, well
0: yeah, yeah. They sort of start doing the math, don't yeah, they? Exactly. And you're like, No no no, don't do that. But um with the modelling thing, did you how did you feel about her doing that? Was she approached or were you approached on her behalf or?
1: So she was scouted so many times. Really? If she, when, yeah, when she was 14, 15, 16, I mean, even to the point... Without
0: where, you being there. Without
1: me being there, a top around Topshop and Oxford Circus so seems well, to be the place. Yeah, where they all hang out. Where they all hang out. But she's so funny, because I think one time she lied about her age, saying she was older than she was. was you not know, it was my agency, it was a storm scout. And I said, did you say you were my daughter? She went, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, of course, called storm agents and said, did you scout my daughter? And they're like... Oh yeah, she said she was fifteen. I was like, did she now? Because she's absolutely... <laughs> but um but she so she was scouted a few times and then um she you know, she's with Kate Moss's agents, you know. Yeah. And um, so they've known each other for a long time. And actually they're brilliant because they so I took a year out of the university and never went back. So, um, so my strong advice to my daughter was go and do university because you can do both. And I think once yeah. you start doing both, you can realize you can because you know she she has quite a lot of time. As we all know, students have quite a lot of time on their hands. yes <laughs> So um, she's doing. I'm coming back as a student, by the way. I know. <laughs> they have the best time.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like um, it's like our friend James Brown said. He said it's like the best night of their night life every, every night. night. Yeah, it's they true. They have the best time. So she, yes, yeah, so she's at university doing um politics. She's a really sharp, she's very bright. Her passion was academic more than anything else. So mm. she's, and I think you can probably combine the two now. I think there seems to be like, a, people want a person rather than just a model or just a, you know, yeah. Whatever. So, but I
0: mean, it's about it's it's so much more, isn't it, than just being a model now. It's like the personality, who you are, where you go, what you do. It's like you become yeah. like a a whole different entity altogether, isn't it, from yeah. when you've started. Yeah. But I suppose it's great that she's got you, really, because any side of the modelling thing, you can just guide her, can not you, and say... Yeah. You know. I
1: mean, it's funny, because I try not to step on her toes as well. Mm. Um, and I try not to go, what job? How much? And, <laughs> I, and I try really hard, and she says, I'm working tomorrow, and I'm always like, sure, she does it, because she knows I'm dying to know. Yeah. What, <laughs> what you think. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when she was before... Before when she was, because she started when she was about 16, I guess, doing a few bits and pieces. And obviously, because she was 16, it would go through mummy, mm. mother muminger. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not the case. I don't hear <laughs> anything. So she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to Paris. I'm like, oh, you So you need to go to Paris together. Slightly twitchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Have a good time. Have a good time. See <laughs> um, so, ya. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you qualified as a naturopath, didn't you, in 2009, is that right? Naturopath and nutritionist. No,
1: later oh 2009 yeah yeah 2006 yeah so how long
0: did you have to study it for
1: i did it. it was a three-year part-time course right which was fine because i had little ones and yeah. um and i was still doing a bit of work but so it was really flexible it's really good it's at the college of naturopathic medicine where's that uh well actually it's in king's cross now but when i oh, did no. it it was in town it was in ridingham street right but um
0: but was it something you were always interested in or was it something that you suddenly were, like, just had a light bulb moment one day and went, oh, I fancy doing that? Well,
1: I think that, I know, it wasn't a light bulb moment because I've always like, I, when, I remember when I used to feed Elfie, I used to make her food from scratch, do the jars, and with quinoa, and,
0: mm. well,
1: you know, before quinoa was even a thing. I think.
0: Before, before people even knew how to say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and I think, um, I've grew, I grew up, my whole family is, you know, I've always grown up in a uh, alternative medicine. Right. Well, lucky you. Because my stepdad's a homeopath, I uh, wasn't allowed any vaccines at school. I was the one. I was the kid in the no queue. Like, <laughs> I wasn't allowed my VCG, and I was. Right. I think my mum had to relent on typhoid once when I had mm-hmm. to have a typhoid letter. She's like, "Okay, you can't got that." Yeah. Um. So I've always grown up around it. So I, I suppose nutrition is like my medium in that realm. Mm-hmm. And I think when I was, I always, I, I did. I used to, you know, when we would go out on the razzle. <laughs> yep. I always did think about what I put in after to counter. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what green juice does 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 it for however much tequila or vodka was going, yeah. but um, so no, so basically, and I think as it went on, it, I I thought about doing nutrition a lot, but the course I was just like I can't I can't I can't, mm-hmm. and so actually once I committed, I realised that that's what in order to do what I wanted to do, I had to go back and get qualified. Yeah, and so once I did it, and then I remember about a year and a half in of exams and assessments and. Going, what am I doing? What am I we doing? I'm thinking, oh, that's it. I was just I was like, you're halfway through. You might as well just keep going.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you had doubts for a little while. It
1: was just really. It's just it didn't feel any different to being at, at school when I was 18, 16. It just that mm. I, I found it
0: I feel like you've gone a bit in reverse oh, almost. Yeah, yeah, and it's
1: just you know when you don't have to because everything else is fine and yeah, you're like oh, don't really. you had it? quite it a nice just, life I up had, until I was then. Having <laughs> quite a nice time. After <laughs> yeah. Really, so it was just a bit, you know, I'm really glad really stuck at it, basically. Mm. And actually, anybody who wants to go back, once you start, once you started, you just kind of like, just get to the end, and then it feels like no time at all. Yeah. But at the time, it's just...
0: It's a slog, isn't it, I guess, when a it's a lot of studying.
1: And it's, and you know, you get just I don't know, you just don't want to be told what to do.
0: No. Really. But it must <laughs> be one of those things, isn't it, where you've got to know your stuff inside out, back to front. Yeah. Upside down. Yeah. Because... I'm. I i do not know. Rose, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine people. Some people would probably like to try and trick you, thinking that you're not correct or your information's incorrect.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I tell you on Instagram, I have some some interesting, you know, uh, debates with people because nutrition is mm. a really easy thing to pick out. I think you know people get that's not true. You know, like a recent one, the detox question. You can't detoxify your body. No, you can't. But I've, you know, so I wrote a whole piece about how your body detoxifies every second of every day your liver mm. is doing its work but you can, you know but my point is you can support it with you can support your liver yeah doing the work with the right with good nutrients and stuff mm. so that you know so there's always people trying out there to and i think you as a nutritionist you have to hold your ground and, you know explain yeah. to, and it was much more technical of course than i thought it was going to <laughs> i thought it was just going to tell me why you know a pear is good for you or you know yeah. And it wasn't. It was really hard, Neil. It, it talks about enzyme You'd have to path. dissect a pair and
0: put, it, put litmus paper on it and everything. They talk about enzyme pathways and mm, all sorts of things like that. So, yeah. yeah, it was
1: really interesting. But I suppose
0: it's amazing now that you have that knowledge, isn't it? Because to be able yeah. to pass that on.
1: Yeah. And I mean, one of the
0: things that I've noticed about you, and I, I wrote this down specifically, is that I've written, I like how you talk to people normally and realistically with what you do.
1: Oh, Because,
0: um, you know, for example... You're really so about the fact that people do go out and drink, and you, you know, and hangover cures, yeah. and like you say, the green juice aren't necessarily gonna cut it. cut it, but it's not gonna do you any harm either. No. You know and what it's I mean? Better than not. No, and it's I, I really like that Rose about what you're doing because it has that real element of normality about it at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good
1: because it's meant to. Because I really feel like I can't stand people who are holier than thou, and I can't stand piousness, and I can't stand that health food is considered like this holy grail. Right. It's yeah. ridiculous. It should just be what... You know, eating well should be what we're always doing. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. Um,
1: and it's become this kind of like different echelon of eating, which is what... Mm. And I yeah. feel really strongly about that. Mm. It should be for everyone.
0: Well, I suppose it's now, true. because everybody's become so much more knowledgeable and because of the yeah. internet as well, you can literally find out whatever you want. Yeah. But some of the information can be incorrect as well and misleading. Yeah. But... Um, you know, the fact that it's all out there is probably what's making people so aware of it, isn't it? And yeah. so it's become a really big thing.
1: But I just, I do think that health food's sold like as a, as a sort of, you know, like Jim Bunny-esque thing. So, you know, people who are eating a lot of fried food or, you know, perhaps, yeah. you know, and also it's a poverty thing as well now. So mm. you have to have money to eat healthily, which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. And that's how it's sort of sold, I feel like, you know, like the yoga gear, you know. Yeah. Perfectly groomed, highlighted hair, you know. Mm. And that, I mean, I understand that, but it should be for everybody to understand. I'm
0: that. saying that as a nu- as a nutritionist. Would yeah. you say, for example, so say if you've got a family of four who don't have a lot of money yeah. and they're trying to eat well, but they would eat maybe, say, like frozen vegetables and things because it's cheaper to buy. Yeah. Would you say that's bad thing or is it just not as good as eating fresh?
1: I think it's a great thing um, mm. it's not per, It's not as good as eating fresh but it's yeah. nowhere near as bad as people I think. So it's bad. better to
0: eat that than not eat it at all. Yeah and you yeah. know what? I
1: was looking at frozen because I'm sick of berries going off in my fridge, sick, of it. <laughs> sick yeah. of it and also the berries at this time of year have flown billions of miles around the world Yeah. you know losing their vitamin mm. you know nutrition content so I was looking, and you, I was amazed at how much frozen so you can get all the wonky fruit sort of type stuff for a start mm. that's frozen you can get mangoes, pineapple, I like so much fruit, and so and veggies the same. You can get also, you know, it's not just yeah. frozen peas anymore. You can <laughs> yeah, get, yeah. You, can get I, you can get frozen cauliflower rice that you steam in a bag, frozen, so, ready in bags. Yeah. Wow, I, I
0: know. didn't know that. You can get where'd you any, get that from?
1: Same, uh, not Sainsbury's. Um, what's the other one? Morrison's. Morrison. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you know, so in every supermarket, so mm. Morrison's are carrying it, and then everyone's carrying it. Yeah. So um so yeah so frozen is such a, is a brilliant way for wasted as well. Mm. You do waste.
0: I must admit I'm the same like berries and things because they don't last very long, yeah. do they? Yeah. I bought. It's one taken of me about you five years to this work this out. Bright green thing in the corner of my kitchen. Oh, yeah. It's called a swirl, and you put frozen fruit in it, and it turns it into ice cream. But you don't have to add anything to it. How
1: brilliant! Oh good,
0: it's brilliant. It was my big discovery last summer. Oh. So you literally just put the frozen fruit in. And I don't know what it does, but How it comes come I've out.
1: I've got an ice cream maker that's high-dress <laughs> and you've got something that looks like a Because you probably have less
0: time on your hands to watch TV shopping. <laughs> a swirl, that's on my list. Have a look, they're good. <laughs> yeah. It comes out like a swirly shape, that's why it's called a swirl, I guess. Oh,
1: I love it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my
0: new find last year. But it's
1: true, you know what, things like that for kids, and they're fun for kids to do. Yeah. To get involved with food yeah I mean it's messy
0: but it's a laugh it's Messy, a do you yeah, know what I mean exactly. it's like when you're doing blueberries everything's black and blue and it's just like <laughs> get it all over your hands on your face but yeah. you know it tastes great it tastes you know great. what I mean yeah. so but so when you when you do things like that would you say that the fruit and everything how much of the nutrition has it lost at that point what
1: if it's frozen mm. oh very little so they usually freeze at sauce so uh. actually compared to like a Blueberry picked in Argentina and flown all the way, all the way here to get yeah. on your shelf. I'd say that a blueberry picked here in the summer, frozen. I don't know, do we grow blueberries in Britain? I don't think we I don't do. Know, I don't think we um, do, But, you know, like a, a blackberry, for example, grown here and frozen, yeah. or raspberry grown here and frozen straight away, their the nutrition is pretty much kept. I Ooh. mean, they, and there are so many studies showing that frozen is a really, really brilliant way of of retaining nutri- nutrition yeah. and saving, f- you know, and where storing food.
0: Someone was, a photographer was telling me the other day that he read a thing about, is it pasta and something else with bread? If you freeze it after it's cooked and then you um, defrost it and then eat it, it's lost some of the fat content? Is it the,
1: is it the starch content? Something or like that, yeah. Yeah, the starch would go down. I think yeah think did that. Um, it's quite fat though, it? is it? I mean, yeah. you know, so I in that case I'd use a different type of... Um, Pasta, like a brown rice pasta.
0: yeah when, once you qualified as you yeah. opened your clinic on harley street yeah right? and so um i was looking at all the things that you've done since you opened the clinic and obviously um <clears throat> you've become you've founded the five day your five day plan yeah. which i've heard and actually know quite a lot of people that have now done it <laughs> <laughs> and also you wrote the book juiced yes so um tell me a little bit about the five day plan because All I know is from, like, well, Carl, our friend, (laughs) all he said to me was, it's good, but I was hungry. I was like, well, you know, those things, generally, you can be a bit hungry, I guess. But yeah, what's the idea behind the five-day plan?
1: It's about eating. It's about food. It's "So, funny he's hungry. I mean, some people are, some people aren't. But rather than starving yourself or doing, so ironically, because I read a book called Juice, about juicing, and Mm. there's juice fasting in that book. Over the years, I've got a bit sick of people abusing a juice fast and like doing it to crash. You know, crash diet, crash diet, basically, Mm. because that's not what it's about at all. Um, And so, the five-day plan was about um, getting people back on track with food. So you eat. There is breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, supplements, and a shake. And basically, it's the power of food. What you can do, what you can achieve in five days, Mm. and you can literally turn your mood on its head. And you can, in five days, from Mm. eating and. You can change your energy levels. It's kinda of like a little reset. Yeah. Um, and the reason it we got to the five day plan was because um when I started trialing it for friends of mine and the reason I started trying it was because they were like, I can't do it, I can't make <laughs> it. I haven't got time. I was like, Right. So I literally started with four people. Mm. And And you actually
0: made the food for and them. I make
1: the food for them and then deliver it every day. Mm. And it was just to see how it went. How did they feel? How did you know, answer? And it's gone from there, really. And it's yeah. just about the power of food. It just shows you what you can do. And it's basically a really anti-inflammatory diet. There's no tricks. It's not gimmicky. So we take out all of the stuff that's kind of could be inflammatory to anyone. And so you're left with just a really anti-inflammatory diet. And that's mm. really what it is. And, and when you
0: say anti-inflammatory, what does that involve? So, loads of. Because I'm always a bit confused myself, so you, you can tell me.
1: <laughs> so, anti inflammatory is basically so we're taking out things like coffee, right.
0: good things, coffee, All the things everyone loves. all the things everybody loves coffee, yeah.
1: alcohol, sugar, white sugar. Um, and then, as I say, gluten and wheat we take out just because they can be quite big offenders of, mm. they can irritate people's guts quite a lot. Um, not always, but sometimes. And mm. um, dairy is taken out as well because that can irritate too. And then we do take out some Deadly Night, we take out the Deadly Night shades, so
0: aubergines, and potatoes, just because... Oh, is potato a Deadly
1: Night? Potatoes, white potatoes, yeah. I didn't know
0: that. Yeah. um, I always thought it was things that were quite reddish, purplish out on the outside. Well,
1: they are, like chilies and peppers are too, Mm. but courgettes, or courgette can be, Mm. um, can be classed as one. Um, Tomato tomato yes yeah. and tomatoes are really to take tomato out of a cooking plant is really hard mm. I find we really struggle without tomatoes to yeah cook.
0: yeah because I love a tomato I love a tomato
1: and so the anti-inflammatory is like really high vegetables high in fiber um, good fats so avocados nuts seeds it's not it's not a vegetarian so there are sometimes you do fish mm. um, and that's really it you know just really fresh whole foods whole grains
0: and so does that how often does that plan run do you do it and certain dates, or is it something that goes on throughout the year and people can join at any point?
1: We do it once a month,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and partly because of my time, but also actually, do you still prepare all the food? I, yeah, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
1: yeah, no. I do, I do all the planning of the menus, obviously, yeah. and then um, I have a couple of chefs mm. and a couple of assistants who help with it, and then the delivery drivers. Right, who, so do, yeah. is
0: that up and down the country?
1: No, so I only do London and. In, the, in Gloucestershire and in Oxfordshire where I live really? at the moment. Logistically, it's a re- so that's another thing. Logistically, it's really hard to do because it's fresh. It's made fresh every day.
0: Yeah.
1: And so we're trying to work that little conundrum out because um, I know we could do it and deliver it. I and mean, It might be that we have to do two deliveries a week. I don't know. I'm mm. trying to work
0: out. Would you like to expand it further in yeah. the
1: country? I'd love to. I would mm. love to, but it's just the deliveries
0: yeah crippling
1: to do it every day mm. we did it in new york we went and did I know, it in new cause york. we talked
0: about that the yeah. other day didn't we and that yeah. went really well mm. um how and, did that come about in new york was it just people hearing about it
1: well um so yeah so you know we get lots of messages come do it here and there and um but actually um teresa tarmy do you know her? she's a facialist
0: oh uh, yeah I, did, yeah, I've yeah,
1: yeah her. so she asked she was like can you come and do it and so we did um we did consultations together right. with her clients and if they wanted to, they could have a work, have uh, face, you know, do Ooh. do skin work with her, and then the inside stuff, I, I did plan with me. So that's cool. how that came about, and it was it was really nice being back in New York, actually. Fun I was going to say, did you
0: go there? Yeah, and it happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I, and I really was cooking that time. I was like, <laughs> I was like right, sleeve away, my sleeves yeah. um, and so basically, the reason you know what's good about doing it once a month, actually, that was an unforeseen perk, is that actually it creates a bit of a community feeling. So mm. people start messaging or Instagramming, and it's like, "Oh, I'm doing it too," and "I'm doing it too." Yeah. Oh, I hate that bit. Oh, I like that bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's quite nice. And you, you know, it sort of concentrates people's um, attention, I suppose. Yeah.
0: Because
1: they know that if they don't do it right, they can't. They can't just go I mean, oh, do it next
0: week. Realistically, five days isn't long, is it? No, you
1: know? and it's not that hard. I mean, it, mm. you know, people are always like, "Oh, it's amazing," because my my ideal response to that is, um, "Oh, it's changed my shop." Or, oh, it's changed the way. Oh, it's made me realize you can cook with this. Yeah, you know, that's that's kind of the best thing to hear. Mm. That is sort of,
0: so, do you just to clarify, do you just deliver the ingredients or is the food actually cooked and ready to go? It's
1: cooked and ready to go, right. so you just need to heat it up if mm. you want. I mean, it might we do quite a lot of one pot cooking, yeah, so you know, so it's easy soups, stews, um, mm-hmm. curries, um, but yeah, and breakfast is a bit more complicated, but yeah, mm. so it's all ready to go. Nice, yes, and We've
0: you've done. now launched um. Recently launched um, filth burger. Yeah. Which I love the name. Because <laughs> <laughs> burgers are filth, really, aren't they? Um, and you know what's funny that this has launched because I, I was saying to somebody a few weeks ago because obviously living in Kings Cross, there's now a five guys down the road. There's a, an honest burger around the corner. There's a BKG, whatever it's called, up the road, and then there's obviously the two McDonald's opposite each other. Yeah. And the thing that I'm finding quite fascinating at the moment is is that. We've all been told over the last few years that burgers are bad for us and we shouldn't be eating takeaway food. Yeah. But now suddenly, if, it's, if it costs over £10, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And But actually, I'm a bit like, okay, so the meat's maybe organic or whatever, da, 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 but yeah. you're still eating fried, fried food, food at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. And when I saw a picture of your burger, I was like, that looks bloody good. Because I'm not going to lie, I love a burger myself. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And um, But, you know, I have to... Um, He'd, I have to basically tell myself I can't eat burgers regularly, no. um, you know, because I could be with five guys being so close.
1: <gasps> yes, it's like, I'm delivery in London. I don't live oh. in London anymore, but delivery would be. Des- I mean, when we had our flat in Soho, mm. be a
0: disaster.
1: You're like, oh, no, if I do is. that, and now I've yeah. like got do that.
0: Well, I can get. I can get Deliveroo from Five Guys quicker than it takes me to go down there and come back. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a disaster. a disaster, but luckily for me, there's Mildreds around the corner. Oh, that's good. And they actually do a nice, healthier burger. <laughs> yes. Um, Although they've just changed their menu recently, which I'm not happy about because they've taken their Polish burger off. But um, and it's funny because my friend who's Polish said it's not Polish at all. So, um, <laughs> but that's another story. But yeah, the filth burger.
1: So yeah, so we had the pop-up at Shoreditch House and, and then now it's gone into so it's gone into Molly's, which is the new diner. Oh, and motel. Motel. Yeah. So it's already it's in there already. Um, and they've just and they've opened one actually near me in the countryside in Buckland, which is in Oxfordshire. Yeah. And then they're doing one I think in Manchester T- TV V Centre, Bernard TV Centre. Um and then it's going to go into Shoreditch House and hopefully Ooh. it'll go through the houses. I suppose we'll see where it does well, where it doesn't.
0: Within Shoreditch House, will it just be slotted onto their menu? Yeah, yeah.
1: So it just goes on the so the Shoreditch House menu, yeah. Mm.
0: Um,
1: and we, you know, so so they've been very, they've been really amazing actually, giving us the pop up and being very supportive. Yeah. Um. And but yeah, and we'll have our own place in West One, hopefully.
0: Oh right, is that the plan?
1: That's. The plan it's just yeah. hard to find sites when you're up against five guys at well, mcdonald's yeah <laughs> like,
0: yeah which are opposite each which other which are opposite
1: each other, and yeah. eat and present i mean you know mm, it's like you're yeah. just gonna end up in a
0: little back alley somewhere i'm gonna end up like morbidly obese if i <laughs> stay around here too long to be honest with you but um oh that's interesting but yeah. so in terms of the burger itself I, I know i read about it and i know you said that you'd spent a long time Developing it yeah. and getting it how you wanted it to be. I read something where you just said everybody wants to eat a burger. <laughs> everybody
1: wants to eat a burger. That's how yeah. we ended up with it. But everyone's like, how did you end up with a burger? And we tried all different. We were like, we're going to do a comfort food menu. We're going to have mac and cheese. We're going to do vegetable, you know, mm. shepherd's pie, but for your health. And literally, we did a tasting one time, and we did. It and we had a chicken burger. We had a fish burger. We had this burger, and the vegetarian burger, which vegan burger is was just like we, we all went away with the three partners and we all went away mm. and we're like that's what we should do we should just do burgers that's it. iconic fast food
0: yeah
1: that is what let's just clarify you know rather than trying to do all these different things let's just do that let's mm. do one patty and we'll put we'll make different you know different yeah. sauces to go around it and then we all sort of sheepishly came back and were like i really like the burger <laughs> <laughs> is everyone all like that we all a bit like Burger's pretty good. Burger's good. I think, and mean, fortunately, all literally we don't all agree on everything all the time. Obviously, how many are there of you? There's myself and Gizzy, who's the chef. Yeah. He makes it. he's you know brilliant. And then we also have our um, a partner Dougal Breck, who is well keeps us in line, but is better on figures than me, Gizzy. Right.
0: <laughs> the numbers. He
1: sort of yeah. He's kind of makes it. he's always like it has to work. And, yeah. You
0: know,
1: yeah. like the bottom line has to. So so between the three of us, yeah, that's it. Mm. And it works quite well.
0: Yeah. A lot of and are there fries with it?
1: well so fries, yes, there are. And there were so it's interesting where we've had we've I mean, had to compromise. I've had to compromise, Giz has had to compromise because in the end you want there's no point making something that's so healthy that nobody will eat it. Mm-hmm. And there's no point making something that isn't healthy enough, otherwise it's just it could be another burger. Yeah. But what was interesting was the sweet potato fries were like, oh, oh because I wanted them baked and like, you know, and Gizzy was like, it's not working, they're not working. And we tried everything and it didn't work. So in the mm. end we were like, we're going to fry them. Because no one will buy them. And then there's no point doing it, you know. Mm. We, we're trying to nudge things in a different way. And there's no yeah. point nudging it if nobody's getting nudged.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, much to my horror, they discussed white potato fries. Which, are am not the end of the world. But you like that. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, white potato fries? <laughs> but we have better quality, fr- you know, potatoes. We have better quality fat, that go. the mm. oil's much nicer. And it's being realistic. And mm. it's sort of, again, you know, going back to not being pious, it's kind of, that's what people want. Yeah. That's what people want. And what we're trying to do is gently change, or not gently, we're trying to change the the, the way that people eat a burger, mm. which is what people eat. And so by giving them a vegan one, plant-based, it's kind of a big shift in itself. So now mm. we need to make it. So obviously. what's in it? Well, there's lots of, I mean, um, there is... Sort of like black beans, black lentils, but a quinoa. Um, there's this umami paste. I mean, it's it's under lock and key the recipe. Right, Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah, a bit like KFC and
0: there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: just like that. Yeah. Um, and so it's a mixture of all those things, and then it's got this, and because he's made of this really umami, which I never knew what that was before, but it's what sort of gives it that depth of taste, which helps it hit the meat sort of sensory spots. Right. It's not we don't want it to taste like meat. It's not meant to no. be. But, you know, you need it to feel and, and act like a burger. Mm. And so people, when they eat it, uh, they always, you know, most people are like, God, it really does. Yeah. You know, and it's got that sort of, like, burgery feel to it. Even
0: and the bun really, looks kind of reddish. So, so yes. is that beetroot in there? It's
1: got, so we try, yes, yeah, so it's got beetroot powder in it. The bun is actually made of normal flour. Right. I mean, it's very high-quality flour. But, you know, I was like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> you can't have a whole meal <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah but
1: you know again you need it to feel like a burger so we put in some beetroot powder in that one and then in the soul burger which is the Korean one with kimchi we put in some oh so there's powder. another
0: version there's
1: two yeah we've only got two burgers one Ooh. is a soul burger which is my favourite Um, it's a bit spicier and it's got the patty's the same but it's just got different you know it's got mm. bulgogi sauce and kimchi and Yeah, and the bun has got carrot powder in it and Mm -hmm. some turmeric, and so it's just about trying. We were trying to get nutrition in wherever we can.
0: Yeah. Which is good. good, yeah. It looks like great. The, like
1: the pink burger. Well, I told
0: you I was on a shoot, and it came up on my Instagram feed, and I was showing everybody. I think I almost got the whole team to go. I oh, did you? get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone was like, yeah. "Yeah." And then, well, then it was down to me to go and try it. And then, I, in the end, because I arrived at work the next day, was, <laughs> they were like, "How was it?" I, was like, I didn't go actually. I was too tired. <laughs> 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 to head over towards East London. East London, yeah. You? Well, hopefully,
1: there'll be
0: one near you soon. Well, yeah, got to be great on down the road. Oh wear notes because we've gone off on a filth burger thing haven't we <laughs> so rose i wanted to talk to you a bit more going into the nutritional because obviously this is what you now have done and it's your thing isn't it you yeah. know what i mean you're it's what you're now known for mm. and occasionally you pop up on a billboard somewhere <laughs> i walked past a shop the other day and your face was staring at me and i was like "Oh, there
1: she is,
0: <laughs> there she is. <laughs> i wanted to ask you about a couple of things just more on a, on a nutritional level do you believe that if we all ate healthier there would be less illnesses Definitely,
1: yeah. Without a shadow of a
0: doubt.
1: Yeah. We ate more whole foods like vegetables. It's not rocket science. Yeah. If you eat sugar, lots of sugar, it can create it can create inflammation in the
0: mm.
1: in the gut. It can cause irritation to the you know so basically it will cause insulin spikes. Everybody talks about sugar spikes, so that means your insulin spiking to try and deal with that sugar, mm. and that in turn the knock on effect in the body is is what is can cause inflammation and inflammation. Yeah then can lock on to like disease and you know mm. so basically so the problem is that the foods that we like <laughs> all the foods we like um that's a problem there and we eat too many of them now so the fact that we eat far too much meat we eat far too much dairy we drink far mm. too much alcohol we drink we eat far too much sugar yeah. um we're not eating enough good fats we're not eating mm. enough vegetables things that calm the system down yeah so yeah Mm. This It's the an answer to that question. Definitely.
0: I don't know whether you know this, but I had a massive sugar addiction for a long time, oh. and it was so bad. I actually went and got hypnotised for it, ah. which really helped. Um, I did like eight sessions of being yeah. hip, of hypnotism, um, and ah. I definitely don't have the same cravings anymore. But there was, my doctor had said to me at the time, they were like, they said I was getting close to being diabetic. diabetic. Yeah, yeah. and obviously, which kind of scared me a little bit. Um, mm. But I also was getting worried about how much chocolate I could consume. But I realised, obviously, for me, through the hypnotism, it was also a lot to do with me mentally. Yeah. Because um, I used it as, like, a crux for when I was feeling down, miserable, um, tired after work. Yeah. Um, if I'd had a not a great day at work. You know what shoots can be like sometimes? Yeah. You know, they can be stressful and you come yeah. home and you're just like... Ah! Yeah, and 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 I would then just go out and buy five bars chocolate. I mean, other people will buy bottles of wine and drink their way into the next day, but um, my thing was sugar. Yeah, but I actually it was funny because at that point when it got really bad, that was when I realised that it affects us, food and what we intake can affect us mentally as well.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, and this was another thing that I wanted to talk to you about about nutrition and mental health, and because I know when we talked on the phone a couple of weeks ago, you said to me about how you um some of your clients have mental health issues and yeah. so you're helping them with that. Yeah. Um what kind of stuff would you say is involved in that? Um
1: well I think you know what you just said is really is is exactly the sort of cycle that people get into. So you feel down or you feel stressed and you you, you use food as a way, it's you food is your an way. emotional it's thing. A, that, yeah, it's an mm. emotional crutch. The problem is that when you eat that much sugar, for example if you are talking about sugar or we could talk about alcohol, but your body has to deal with that amount mm. of sugar, which is much more than it should be dealing with.
0: Yeah.
1: And so then the problem is then the next day you'll wake up and you're probably still on a huge sugar crash, feeling a bit sluggish, feeling a bit, so your is low, so then you still feel down. So mm. then you go back and do it again. Yeah. So it's a cycle. So in the reverse, with food, I mean, <clears throat> obviously, and I have someone come to me and they have an emotional problem, um, I would never, I would always refer I will always refer them, you know, especially eating disorders or anything, because they're emotional, even, you know, it's called Mm. an eating disorder because that's how the symptoms show. That's the symptom that you see. But actually, obviously, it's not to do with food. It's it's usually to do with an issue, uh, you know, it's an emotional Mm. problem. Mm. So you can turn somebody's mood around just gently by saying, why don't you have, you know, like porridge in the morning instead of a Mm. donut? Why don't
0: you, you? know, I'd be a bit like because donuts are nice. No, <laughs> no I had porridge this morning, by the way.
1: But you know, just gentle things that help you feel better in yourself. Mm. And when you feel better, and I'm not talking emotionally, I'm talking physically, you start feeling better. Yeah. You start feeling more energetic. Then you sort of look at life through a slightly more positive, and also you're more motivated to to, to sort of address the things that are
0: yeah getting you down. Yeah. Because so, I notice I definitely would have obviously these like huge crashes from yeah. sugar intake. And um an almost the point where it was like I had narcolepsy and I could just literally, I need to lie down now. And it's yeah. funny because after being hypnotised, which I think was now about six, seven years ago, right. I don't, luckily it's, I've managed to maintain what he did. But I've noticed if I do have some chocolate and maybe I've like that one square too many... My body just hates it now. Oh, really? And yeah. I literally, I definitely can't do it at work, because I'm literally, I need to lie down. Is there a bed? A sofa? <laughs> Anything? Like, it's funny how my body just goes, no way. Can't keep cardio.
1: Can't, can't, do,
0: can't it. do it. And also, now I've noticed that sugar gives me acid indigestion. Yes,
1: sugar's sugar. really, more really bad for that.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: it's really bad for that. I mean, it's really funny how it does. It definitely, you know, and too much carbohydrate will sort of dull the, uh, it bogs you down. It makes you sluggish. Yeah. When you feel sluggish, it totally feeds into a depressed state. Mm. You know, and there, I mean, there are lots of foods you can eat that will that help serotonin production. and, You know, things like avocados are really good. Turkey. Oh, really? Turkeys are really good one. Funnily enough, at Christmas, I, I do wonder <laughs> if that's why turkeys, in the wisdom of the old yeah. days, if they go, do you know what shit? They need some Just turkey. Give them all turkey. Give them turkey. That'll they'll keep be fine. Them <laughs> feet, yeah. Because yeah. it has something called tryptophan in it, which is a precursor to making serotonin. Right. I mean, there are lots of things that have that in it, but um. Bananas do as well, mm. but I think you know, but it's more than like slowing down. Of this. If you're giving your if you're putting rubbish in your system and you're feeling rubbish, then you're going to then it knocks onto the emotion to the mental yeah. picture as well. They're definitely so related, mm. um, so yeah, that's what
0: I and definitely as you don't you think as you get older, as we all get older, things affect you more, yeah, you know, I do,
1: and I, yeah, I do, but also at school and things like that, actually, what amazes me drives me absolutely mad is that at a school in prison a school prison and hospital the food that it's fed is shocking mm. and they should be you know that's where you know especially at school like so kids with um, ADHD or behavioural issues they know that food is so linked to that behaviour yeah. and it's because it's such it's like the number one port of call I would have thought what yeah. goes in your mouth. It's, it's like how a your no body brainer works. Really, It's a no brainer. It? The amount of stress you're under as you get older is huge. Yeah. I think stress is so huge and fatigue and mm. then if you're not giving your body the right tools and nutrients to deal with that i think any therapist will say that if you're if you're not if you don't feel well you can that can tip into depression yeah uh, well it doesn't help i, mean, I
0: definitely doesn't. think i mean i've seen people that i know you know they've got they when they've been going through a real low point they start eating more yeah. and then they put weight on and then that becomes an issue you know my weight's fluctuated over yeah. time as you know i've dealt with all my mental health issues yeah. that i've you know that i've had um, <clears throat> and
1: then people feel down, and then they yeah. But isn't it funny? So whenever you feel down, nobody goes and reaches for a bloody salad, do they? Nobody. <laughs> like you say, you either go for chocolate ice cream. Or my thing yeah. would probably be ice cream.
0: Mm.
1: So then, so that is your thing, <laughs> I actually. I love ice cream. So. See, I'd
0: have it all in one. I'd have ice cream, chocolate, the lot, I'll mix them in a bowl. <laughs> but you
1: know, like you say, with your swirl, make a make a healthier, make ice,
0: a healthy version. version. Well, that's why I, I got know. that. I'll be honest with you, because when I saw it, I just thought, I can. St- I love ice cream. I love and I can sit and eat a whole tub of Hagen dazs given the chance. I know. <laughs> and one of the things I don't do, I don't buy it. I don't no. buy cakes. I don't buy biscuits. Because I know if they're here, I will eat them. Although, yeah. I have to say, it's definitely better than it used to be. Yeah. But I thought, well, at least at that, I can have a version of it. Yeah, exactly. it, You know, and actually, it tastes really good. I mean, mm. I had people around for dinner a few weeks ago, and I made them with bananas, frozen yeah. bananas. And everyone was like, oh, my God, this was great. And then I did a banana and strawberry one which was amazing. Exactly,
1: too. yeah.
0: And it's just literally bananas and, and strawberries.
1: Strawberries.
0: Perfect. That's it. Nothing else in it at I all. But there is sugar in those, isn't there? In bananas and strawberries. Yes,
1: there's sugar in them, but, but natural sugar. Sugars. But also everyone freaks out about. I have so many people in my clinic and I've not eaten fruit for months. I'm like, why not?
0: Why yeah. I eaten
1: fruit for months? And it's sort of the misinformation thing again because you know, when you juice something, you take out you just take the juice out of it and you don't have anything. And you don't have any um, fibrin is stopping the sugar absorption yeah right people freak out and right so about fruit juice so you juice an apple and you've taken out everything that stops that sugar of being absorbed into your system really fast and actually f- apples and oranges and fruit are really high in sugars mm. so that is true but if you're making a, a swirl <laughs> an <laughs> ice cream swirl, or a smoothie or you're eating the whole thing it's better to eat the whole thing yeah but if it's got all of the whole thing in it, then there's fibre in there mm. and it will slow the... you know. But also, it's apart from the sugar, it's got loads of other things in it. Like yeah. loads of... I mean, um, amino acids. I don't mean that. I mean, antioxidants. <laughs> yeah. And like flavonols and, you know, all these brilliant things for your immune system for, mm. you know, that, yeah. that you don't get
0: from. So if somebody came to you and they had obviously some kind of mental health issues like you said you would recommend them to a therapist but would you try and work alongside them with the therapist yes would I'd you d- encourage that yes definitely. rather than just saying oh no i'm not the right person for you
1: no 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 i'd refer them but i would also we work together because as you've just said when somebody is on a downhill spiral they are not eating well they're right you know like i said so you can get eating disorder you know like anorexia or yeah. bulimia so you want to work on that like if it's somebody who's not eating try and encourage them to enjoy food understand why it's good for them you know put a positive yeah um, and then if it's somebody because you're right actually weight is a really big thing because mm. if somebody doesn't feel good they eat they put on weight they feel even worse and they eat and then they feel. yeah so it's to try and get them it's a bit back. like
0: a it's like a hamster wheel isn't it you can't yeah, get off you can't yeah. get
1: off and then that, and that's when you see crash dieting and so it's about re-educating with food and also and also the fact energy, cause the energy thing, I think, is really important. When you eat well, mm. your energy, you feel good. You know, you, yeah. you, you know, and that's what I mean. It's like that tiny little step. And then if you feel good, then you might feel like doing a little bit of exercise. And if you feel, you know, and then if you get outside a bit, then you, you know, and it yeah. just all contributes together. So it all fits together.
0: It all works together, really, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's like it, you sort of need the whole lot, Yeah, I you guess. really do. I definitely noticed when I started, when I was having therapy, and I remember my therapist said to me at the time... I want you to do boxing, and I was a bit like, "I've never done boxing do, in my life. Are like,
1: you mad?" I
0: was like, P- "Pull a punch! Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> but actually, it was—I went and did it, and it was one of the best things I ever did. Was because, it? Yeah, because she said to me, "You know, Neil, you're quite a big guy. You know, I'm like just under six foot." Yeah. And she was like, "You know, you're you're big. You know, you're not a little skinny puny yeah. thing." And she said, "But your work isn't very physical." She was like, I think you need to do something more physical. So, actually, she's like, you know, and suffering from anxiety, she was like, I think it'd be a really good release for you. And actually, I loved it. I mean, the amount of times I saw would put imaginary faces on the punch bag. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, people, but, you know, no, that's, but, um, but it it was a really good thing to do, actually, you know.
1: But also, I mean, the endorphins you get from that, but actually, also the stress release. So, people always get, I'm too tired. Yeah, and actually, it's counterintuitive. You know, the more you go and do, there's only I, if you have chronic fatigue, I would tell you not to do any exercise. Mm. Apart from that, get out there and do something because it will yeah. make you feel better. What
0: exercise do you do? Well, <laughs> put so, you on the spot. But.
1: I am a runner. I'd say, mm. which is, well, I never thought I would say that, but for the past five or six years, I've been a runner, and I love running. Um, and I also love yoga, which I thought I'd never say. But that's only a year old; so that's right. still in the balance. Could
0: but wear off. Could
1: wear off. But I really love my. I, I went and did a yoga retreat with friends, um, and and doing it four hours a day for five days. I was like, oh yeah, It's
0: great, isn't it? It's which amazing. what type of yoga was it?
1: Well, that was it. Was just I suppose what's it called? I can't even. It's not hatha yoga. Oh, vinyasa. Mm. It's like a flow, and then and then I quite like a, quite a strong power yoga because. Obviously, yoga. Anyway, and then I was just in <laughs> India and I did quite a lot of hatha yoga. And I mm. actually was
0: like... is <laughs> very slow, isn't <laughs> it? very
1: slow, yeah. And actually I was like, oh, I kind of get that too. Mm. So I really love yoga. And the other thing I love is spinning. Oh no, 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 that's Oh oh, yes, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You go in and you put those cleats on and you sit on the bike and you attach the bike 45 minutes. You can't get off. (laughs) You can't get off. And on I I I mean I'm not very good at going to the gym or anything Mm, like that. I I wouldn't be able to do it. So spinning for me is like a blast. If Mm. I need a blast, then I go do that. If I, i can run outside with my dogs.
0: Yeah.
1: And even the sausage dog sometimes when mm. she comes, the tiny little legs. Um, and then, and yoga is yoga I really love,
0: actually. Mm. What do you think about um, vitamin supplements?
1: Um, supplements are amazing. Mm. They're amazing if you need them. And most people, in theory, you should be getting everything from your diet. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> from that perfect, well balanced diet <laughs> yeah. that, everybody, that we all that we don't all, do. It. Nobody does, exactly. Yeah. So um supplements I think you you get especially with supplements you get what you pay for mm. you know so it, it's one of those you know you need to spend money and get good supplements otherwise mm. I think they're a waste of time um and you need you know I mean the amount of people I see who have have got 40 different supplements and they have no idea why mm. so I'd spend i'd rather than spend the money getting supplements I'd go and spend the money seeing a professional getting their, you know finding out which supplements take that
0: you need. that you yeah. need yeah
1: I would do that. I, mm. I think they can be absolutely amazing. I don't know. I just think people need to be careful because I just know that there's a lot of, you know, oh, this is the thing to take, but nobody mm. really goes, well, do I need it? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, mm. So, um, there's a lot of, don't you find, Rose, in the media, that things can get very sort of hyped up really quickly, yeah. and, you know, t- t- talked down. about suddenly and it's on the front cover of every newspaper and then a year later it's over and done with yeah. and no, no one cares. You no know, one it's cares. a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I tell yes. you what, I do really like, and I know some people aren't such fans. Some nutritionists who just think that that you should be getting it from your diet. But I am quite a big fan of powders, so like spirulinas and maca's mm. and what other ones? So I like all of them. actually. thay, blah I, you know, I think that I think the green powders as well, like wheatgrass and barley mm. grassy ones. They're really good things to add to. If you're doing yeah. a smoothie in the morning, mm. you then just chuck some
0: in. Your breakfast pictures always look so good. I'm always a bit like God. I wish I was at your house. <laughs> Your porridge the other day that you posted, oh, I was just look. like, Why so does easy. my porridge not look like that? <laughs> it's so easy, that porridge.
1: <laughs> just chuck it in. You chuck it in, chuck some peanut butter and right, chuck But some it
0: never cake. looks like it's chucked in, Rose, when well, you no, do it. No, no,
1: but also, I, I should do a reality. I'll do I'll send it. I should do the real. Thing. <laughs>
0: because it always looks I'm always a bit like oh that's that looks so work. good I know yeah, I always I know. assume
1: everyone knows that's because it's for work
0: I, I noticed like, recently it. that you did a post about cannabis oil oh yeah Um, is it what are they calling it C- CBD CBD that's it and I just wondered what your thoughts were on it because I know obviously you posted about it didn't you saying yeah. that you thought it was good yeah um, I read about it because I was intrigued to know what it was about now they've taken out what is it they take out is it THC yes. that's it um, which is the stuff that makes you Stone. stoned right oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you I, when I look back now I mean I'm not going to lie I I've I smoked in the past yeah. but I never really liked being stoned
1: yeah, it wasn't my thing it's not
0: my thing <laughs> no but um so in terms of a drug now for using it as an oil and as a supplement and it I mean you can also get it as like a topical lotion and things can't you yeah, as well I what's tried your feelings those. on that cuz it's becoming quite a big thing at the moment, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, talking about things. That blow Typing up, up I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, I don't know about the creams and stuff. I haven't tried those. I have got so much I wish I could try, but um, I think as a the drops, um, science so far suggests that it will be really great for anxiety. And actually, when you do use them, you do feel, but I, you know, um, but but science is backing that up at the moment. Right. I think and. But it's, it's interesting, people are still quite wary about it. Mm. And I'm wary about prescribing it in clinic also, just because I don't... You know, cause, because I suppose people are wary, you don't want to shove something... I would never want to make someone feel uncomfortable by saying you should try this. Yeah. Um, so I think it's very it's quite early days, but... The, Do you think
0: people are nervous about it? People I mean, are
1: nervous. Well, I think, yeah, so I, I was talking to a teacher in clinic and she was like she wouldn't take it because she's a teacher. And obviously, if you get drug tested, I don't even know if they drug test, but she was very like because and yeah. I was trying to explain about the THC being <laughs> removed, but it wasn't, it wasn't gold, it wasn't like sort of stamped enough for her to go okay. Right. Um. So I think people are nervous about it because of that. But mm-hmm. yeah, the science is really good for it, and I think it's going to be um, I think it'll be around for a long time. I think that the hype will die down. Yeah. And also, it's very difficult because it's not regulated really, so people don't mm. know where to buy, what to buy, what percentage to buy, um. What companies are good, but that mm. will become clear.
0: So, would you say the main reason for it though is for to re- release re- or relieve anxiety symptoms? Yeah, and things like I think that. that's yeah. what
1: that's when I think about using. It. I mean, there are all claims other things, but one thing that I do know that it's shown really good results for is anxiety. Right, and I think, and it's yeah.
0: And, and I, is that alongside? For people who are also taking medication, or is it, or is it, do you have to take it separately. It
1: depends, and um, you have to be really careful with medication. And I wonder if there's actually any contraindications. So contraindications when it shows, you can go and find out. So, like St. John's Wort, you shouldn't take if you're taking Prozac.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, that would be contraindicated, and you wouldn't be, you would never prescribe St. John's Wort. So, Mm. St. John's Wort, I would be really careful prescribing with anything. Actually, it's quite potent, and it's very, really useful. But you know, Mm. I think someone was asking me about Rhodiola, which is an anti-anxiety herb, and I was like, yes, you can, but see how you go. There's no science Mm. saying it's not okay, and I think that would be the same with CBD. I think you'd have to be really. Careful around St John's Wort and anti antidepressants. Mm, mm. Um, I don't think I don't think there's any indications yet, but I think again it's thirty days. days. Mm. Have you tried it?
0: No, I've bought some. I haven't. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little nervous to try yeah. it, and I, I think it's just because I've always got that thing in my head of like I don't I didn't like when I'm being stoned.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make you feel like that. I
0: mean,
1: mm. actually, I gave it to uh, Jake to try, and he just fell asleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, take I think
1: it might just be because it was tired but I was right. like literally I was like
0: wow it's quite quickly Very
1: fast he says yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it doesn't give you an effect I've been taking it I oh, said so do you take it yeah so I do I have it on my bathroom cabinet and I take it um and I, yeah I took it through the summer as well no. thing, because I used to I used to order it for clients um about four about years ago a few yeah. I don't know what four years ago. And you'd have to go to this place in Devon that made it, and it was all a bit sort of clandestine. Slightly. (laughs) So yeah, it's like, hope you get the same batch as you had before, (laughs) (laughs) and not the one with THC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, but now it's just everywhere. Mm. Amazing.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's a good thing. I mean, it is natural, I guess, isn't it? it? Yeah,
1: it is natural, and yeah, and like I say, the evidence looks good so far.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks, Rose. Oh. We're done. Um. That was great and very informative as well. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, Can fast. I ask you, I've got some very, very rapid quick-fire yeah. questions, oh, no. which just for a bit of fun okay, at on. the end. I do it with everybody. Don't okay. worry, you're not the only one. <laughs> um, so what's your favourite food?
1: Oh. oh, do you know what? It's really boring. I quite like hummus. Oh, no, 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 no. I like toast. toast? I like hummus, but I love a
0: slice of toast. What kind of bread? <laughs> oh,
1: brown. Yeah. Sorry, yeah.
0: Okay. What's your guilty pleasure food? Ice cream. Oh, yeah, you said earlier. Yeah. Where's your favourite place to eat in London? Or, actually, you don't live in London anymore, but if... Oh, both in London and... I should say
1: filth, shouldn't I? You
0: should say filth. <laughs> really.
1: Filth, I do love filth. Where do I love... Do you know where I love it? Like, I do, and it's nothing to do with, like, healthy. It's Locke <laughs> I can never say it. Um, it's an Italian in town. And Ooh. I I, know, I just love it because they have really nice wine. I just like, like the whole experience. Yeah. I yeah. love it. And then outside, I quite like the Bell and Langford. is a nice pub to go to.
0: Ooh. Um, who would you like to play you in a film of your life?
1: Oh God, well, that's hard. Um, oh, I don't know. Do you know what I just thought? Of Julia Roberts, just because everyone, when I was young, used you to say, say you look
0: like her. Yeah, <laughs> she could play you now, probably. No. Um, what would you say is your best feature, and it doesn't have to be physical? It can be.
1: Uh, um, I think I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of quite kind. I think I'm alright. Um, what's my best feature? I've got quite a good legs on me. Good <laughs> <laughs> set of pins. Got good set of pins, yeah.
0: well, they're alright. are kind. alright. Yeah. yeah. No, you are. I'm good. Never heard anyone say, all oh, that Rose, she's horrible. She's no, bitch. people don't say that. Oh. What makes you annoyed?
1: Do you know what my kids do sometimes?
0: Mm. Um, That's alright, you don't have to answer. I'll you, tell can.
1: you what makes me annoyed is when I have to get up too early a lot. Yeah. I mean, I I'm mean, an early bird anyway, but when I'm flock, when I'm driving into London every day of the week, then it Yeah, I must
0: admit that I don't like that yeah. either. You're Quite. a bit like, can you just ease up for a yeah. couple of hours one morning? One morning, exactly. Yeah. When yeah. it's repeated. No, I'm with you like, on that one. Yeah. High five, that one. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> meat, veggie, or vegan? What
1: am I? I'm mostly. I'm, I eat a little bit of meat, to answer that question, but very rarely. Mm. I like the choice. And we were talking about it the other day, and I was like, I like to have the choice. That's yeah. why I'm not a vegetarian. Sometimes, every now and then, it's really yeah. nice. to Yeah, I'm the same.
0: Food. I must admit, I like vegetarian food, but yeah. I do like a bit of meat every now I'm and. The day.
1: majority of vegetarian. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When was the last time you cried?
1: <gasps> Yesterday, an awful <laughs> film with my kids. I can't even remember what the film was, but it was a real chick flick. I can't remember <laughs> what was. And I and my kids were like, "Oh my God, Mum, you're crying again!" Tell you.
0: I just said this morning, because I did another interview this morning, and the the last time I cried was Saturday night when I watched Three Billboards in Missouri, whatever it was. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen it yet. I've fallen my eyes home. Oh, God, okay. Anyway, um, (laughs) what's your favourite film? Do you have a favourite film? I know this is quite Mm, a hard one to answer.
1: It is quite a hard one. Um, Do you know what film I really like, actually, when you say that, and I haven't thought of it for ages, happiness? Do you remember that? I haven't
0: thought of that for ages. That's the Swedish one.
1: No, no, it's the really weird one with Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. It's oh, a really yes. twisted one. It's yes. so funny. No, I know which one yeah. you
0: mean. And I yeah, and
1: I, don't. It's not really like it's my favorite, but I do love that film. Yeah, I yeah. quite like Sexy Beast too. If we're thinking about those films, and then I quite like Dirty Dancing in Greece.
0: Greece is a good one, isn't Grease it? Greece is a good one. Yeah, it's
1: great. Now I've got kids, I'm allowed to watch. Are you like to watch though? it, again. Yeah. You go and see Mary
0: Poppins, the new one.
1: No, but apparently that's good too. I have to say it's quite worthwhile. And yeah
0: last one London versus country life because now you are not a London girl anymore
1: oh I couldn't I couldn't so if I had to pick one that I wasn't allowed to go for the other one I'd pick London would you I, I couldn't live without London mm. I love I love living in the country but I need to see I need to you know I, feel city. Like I need a bit of city so if I was only allowed one it would have to be London because mm. I could I'd find that too hard Just I'd feel very isolated I think but yeah. I mean I'm, I feel like I've got so so cushy you have. You kind of I've got, got it so cushy I love it yeah. I go home there and I love it but then I come here and, yeah I get
0: my feet are you and literally go. in the middle of nowhere in the countryside yeah pretty <clears for throat>
1: much I mean you know there's a village yeah you know, about 20 minute walk away but yeah we're in the middle of the fields yeah. I mean and actually but you know what it's funny when you move there you're like it's the Cotswolds but actually the Cotswolds isn't that far and this uh, it's such is a very london sort of thing it's not like living in Scotland
0: are you near the Soho farmhouse?
1: we're about 30 minutes away from there right
0: yeah
1: Mm. so that's what I mean so there's a bit of but yeah I suppose I mean I wouldn't if I had to move back to London it wouldn't be the end of my world
0: no no you wouldn't mind
1: I love it yeah I love where I am
0: cool that's it we're done
1: thanks love thank you (laughs) Thanks.
0: thanks that was great okay well yeah thank you rose thanks for all your lovely chat and info as well i feel much more informed already oh good uh, <laughs> I hope it wasn't so boring i know hopefully i've <laughs> given we've given information out to people not just me your <laughs> <laughs> brains about me too oh, no, no. So thank you anyway You're, thank you for having you. me lovely to right. see
1: you
0: too bye thank you for listening to in bed with neil moody If you want to get in bed with me again and another of my guests, then you can subscribe to my podcast on all the regular platforms to ensure that you don't miss an episode. There are other episodes already available to listen to if you want to hear more straight away. Thanks for listening.